everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. your common law call tonight. Does anyone have any questions for Mike? I have one. Are you there, Mike? Yeah. I end up having a court date for um, November the 7th. And here I got a letter that they ended up changing it to November the 12th. Is there is there a question somewhere? How can they end up changing the court date? Because it's probably their court case and you probably allowed it by not saying anything. No, it was a claim and I just got this today in the mail that it was changed to from 7th to 12th. Okay, well, who's claiming what? <coughs> Uh, the claim was on property. <laughs> Who is claiming what? A man is, uh, an investor is claiming land. Okay, you and I, we always just like, Mismatch. I don't know why. It has to do with property tax. So my person, my friend, he ended up putting in a claim. And for his court to be November the 7th, and the court came back and took the November the 7th to November the 12th. That make any sense? It should have.
Hey, Mike. Yeah. Have you heard any more about that uh, that guy that was on the coolest call that was going to have a seminar with uh, Carl? Do you know if he had it? No, I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything about it. I think it was supposed to take place over the weekend, was it? I think so, yeah. But uh, while I was talking to Cheyenne, my uh, my call got dropped. I called in, but I think she hung up. But she might know if that happened or not. I think the guy said he was going to try and get a 100 guest to accommodate uh, the visit that Carl's going to have. Yeah, as long as you have enough notice, it shouldn't shouldn't be hard to get a few people together. I don't know. That might be a hit or miss. You know, a lot of people don't understand this subject matter. So most people... I find, I find it also seems that people that listen to Carl are in pockets. Like, for some reason, there seems to be a lot of people from Ontario and a bunch of people from British Columbia. But other than that, there doesn't seem to be too many people in Canada that know anything about what Carl's doing. It seems like there's a bunch of people in Texas, a bunch of people in Virginia, a few people here and there. But it seems the people that listen to Carl are kind of in pockets around around the planet. Yeah, you got a point. I think in Illinois he had a following. Uh, there was there was a handful of people over the years that I heard on the calls, and um, probably uh, the northern Indiana area. Other than that, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I'm sure he would show up for an event if you put the people together, you know, whatever area it was. Do you think you can do one of those seminars, Mike? I probably could if I had long enough to prepare and I actually buckled down and kind of organized my thoughts a bit. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'd want to do one. Maybe. Yeah, I think Carl, he he, he pretty much does them probably for eight, eight or ten hours. I mean, he literally can talk nonstop for that long, too, you know? Yeah, I probably could too. Um like I can I can answer questions till the cows come home, but for me to actually kinda give like a big long lecture sort of or some something like that, that would probably be a lot of work for me. But answering questions that's not a big deal for me. 
Yeah, to me, you seem to have the have a grasp on it, like you know, like uh, handle it in a format that Carl does. You know, like you and Gus and uh, Aquila's come a long way. You know, she she really she really on track. So, kind of interesting. Yeah, back when I first started listening to Carl, there was Angela's call and Carl's call. And that was pretty much it. There was no Skype rooms. There was no YouTube videos. There was no websites, no forums, no bulletin boards. There was pretty much nothing back then. So uh, it kind of took a lot of work. Uh getting into small groups and talking about what Carl said and what the heck he meant by it and how that relates to other things. Just kind of people pounding their heads together, coming up with answers on our own. There was no resources back then. Right. I think I started listening to uh, Angela when... You remember the guy, John Stewart? He was talking about the... um, uh, the mortgages, that was kind of his uh, expertise. You remember him? I heard his name a lot. I'm sure I have heard him, but I don't really know who he is. Well, anyway. He's in jail now. Isn't he that, that old man that's in jail right now in bad health? No, no he's, he's in jail, but um, I think in Arizona, something... Uh, I don't know, he, some murder charge, whatever. He he got in an altercation with a guy in a... Oh, yeah, he had a carjacker and he shot the guy or something, right? Right, right. But anyways, his his expertise was um, was uh, mortgages and, and, you know, the note and all that subject matter. I mean, he, he really uh, had it down. Anyways, uh, I heard him on uh, Angela's Calls. I started listening to Angela just maybe when he was uh, just before he was working on his case on that trial, and then uh, he ended up going to prison. But uh, that's how I listened to Angela's call, and then I heard Carl on the and uh, it's probably back when Carl was um, he was living at that other place that he that he moved from in the mountains. And uh, I think he had like a water leak or something, and his 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 animals weren't getting water, and it was cold out, and he had just gone somewhere. Maybe maybe he went to England to help uh, Bailey out with his case. Yep. Yeah, and then when he come back, he had all kind of issues on his farm, you know, frozen yeah, water lines. Yeah, I remember that. That's right about the time when I started listening. The Carl, anyways. Yeah, I think um, I would say Carl's best shows are maybe the first at least two calls where he was on Angela's call. Because he was talking pretty fast. He was cramming a ton of information into a small amount of time. 
and Angela was kind of keeping them a little bit focused and on point. And it was just like machine gun style information, just putting out so much information in such a short amount of time. It was unbelievable. Yeah, he can, he can go, he can get in the tangents and, and just tell stories and like the dropping golden nuggets and, you know, you got to pay attention. Yeah, but on Angela's call, there was there was less stories, and the stories were more relevant and a lot shorter and to the point. Whereas on his call, he would be out doing stuff. He'd be talking about the cows and the cars and everything else. Whereas on Angela's call, it was just like bang, 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 information nonstop. A lot of times when you know she had a, a guest with the the subject matter of common law or whatever or law in general, you know, which most of her uh, guests are like that, you know, and, and Carol would just call in and you know he he kind of challenge these these guests, you know, in in his own way, you know, and just they'd be going back and forth and it turned into a pretty interesting debate. And uh, Carol always he ended up in uh, the upper hand position. You know, he would he would just formulate his his ideas and uh, his approach to the common law to where you just knew. I mean, it just lined up where he was in the upper position. Well, and, I think, but uh, I think some of the reasons for that is uh, Carl's very clever and he's very quick and his whole approach to everything is very simple, very common sense, and very logical. So when you mix so all that together, about it's else, kind of hard to beat somebody like that. So Quick on their feet and it's pure, simple car. logic. Like, as I'm, common sense as it can probably get, it's hard to argue. The only guy that I ever heard... Uh, just actually, Carl called into one of this guy's uh, shows. You remember the guy? Uh, he called himself Batman Fifty Seven. Just maybe. Yeah, I kind of like that guy. Yeah, me too. Well, he was the only guy that I've ever heard uh, Carl have uh, an exchange with that it was kind of like a standoff. This because Batman was uh, he was uh, simplistic too. He actually his approach was no paperwork at all. He would just go in and just. You know, like um, ask questions. You know, he, I I think his best question was when he uh, allegedly went into court in Tennessee and asked the judge, "What is the difference between the state of Tennessee and the Tooth Fairy?" And nobody said a freaking word. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah, really that's funny. I I would like to hear his his stuff again. You know, he just I, I don't know what happened to the guy. He went away, and the guy that kind of uh, formatted his style like this Batman was um, this Mark Fishman. I think Angela's got him uh, in the lineup. Maybe maybe her next call. And she's got a question mark like behind his name. Like, I don't know if I'll be able to get a hold of him. That shouldn't talk about nangers. Nicker, 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 nangers. Well, here we go again. Mark Fisher had a uh, stroke. And he didn't secede on his eviction. 
Yeah, he was trying uh, different things, you know, and he 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 was having some success, but uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, For those I, of you who are just now joining us, Mister Mike uh, Miller is being a little bit how successful of a he was. He's trying to keep up. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. He's being a nigger loving pussy tonight. Squatter. Uh, all they did was say the N word for hours over and over again. The name. I said that. Yes, he was You're all on mute. I don't want to hear your crap anymore. Are you kidding me? What? Hey, bitch. He had a stroke. I'm irate. He obeyed. He was talking about. When when he was actually involved in that scenario, he said he had success when he didn't divulge his name. He didn't give him any identity. Call in, Roddy. Roddy, 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 Roddy. Okay, Mike, can you mute out, people? Why don't you start off by muting out Cheyenne? I, I, I have no clue. She's I mean, the most he, depressing he, he, woman end up trying. on the face. Of the planet. She's an idiot. I mean, that was years ago. That was years ago. Yeah, Mike. I think his calls have been down for at least a year or more. So more. fat, so, Mike. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, anyhow, I hope he's call, on Mike. And I hope he is on Andrew's call. Also, uh, Greg also had a stroke. Greg? Uh, was with Carl Lentz years ago. How, how yeah, many of you want Cheyenne yeah. to have a stroke? I know uh, and Greg, he ended up having a stroke right now. That was a long I time ago. Isn't he, uh, isn't he all recovered in that by now? Yeah, I believe so. I think so, yes. <clears throat> is he doing calls again? That, uh, whatever it is, I the Grey Goose or whatever? That was called. The gray goose or something? I can't even remember yeah. what it is now. Something crazy. The gallant yeah, something goose. goose. That's it, yep. I don't know. Yeah, his show, it's um, more legalese approach to foreclosure, but there's still Claire. some interesting information Where on it. Where are you, Claire? Correct. Stuff to think about, at least. Correct. Where's Claire when I need her? I mean, we, we're losing, well, I don't want to say we're losing, but so many people have good information, and they have done, they have done their studies, just like with doctors, um, and the list goes on, and so many are, they're dying. Now, let me, off topic Mike, please. What is what? What are they planning for November the fourth to the ninth? Who are you talking about? Anyone on the call? I don't know what you're talking about. Who who is? They're planning. Like when you just start out with they, I have no idea who they is. Like, exactly. 
Anyone on the call? Because I haven't been paying attention to this. Remember, November the 4th? Did anyone hear anything about November the 4th? In regards to what? Now, I'm just going to leave it November the 4th. Wait a minute, yeah, wait a minute. Is, uh, is, is Cheyenne the on that stuff? Really? You heard I'm what? Only, I'm only kidding you, Cheyenne. <laughs> oh, she's on that stuff. I didn't hear nothing. Hmm. Okay. And I don't want to add to it. And listen to uh, Charles's call. It was probably the first call I listened to, uh, his call. I, I wasn't aware of it. But um, he had a pretty interesting uh, caller on his, on his uh, show or whatever. Some guy, he called himself Nemo. Did you ever hear? Did you hear that? I have Desert Desert no, Anthony the old pistol have to listen to, uh, with Lenny out of his uh, misery. The last call I believe he had. I wasn't in the rabbit charge. I wasn't in the rabbit. This guy Nemo, he's from Wisconsin. He called in and he he was pretty interesting. This guy gets he the was, uh, Kind of like that, uh, you know, remember Angela's guest, she calls herself Truth? I'll stay away from her, but go ahead. Yeah, well, or uh, Ken W. Remember this Ken W. Angela had on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this Nemo, he was uh, like a lot of their subject matter, you know. I mean, I think Mike would agree with me. Everything is very simple. We're actually thinking too hard into the paperwork <coughs> that, we, that we end up receiving. It's just fiction. Agree, Mike? I would say that it's hard to say everybody is reading too much into it, but I would say most people are. But the more people I talk to, the more I find that everybody has different ways of learning. Everybody has certain obstacles Everybody has their own pace. Everybody has their own uh, disability of whatever sort that might be, not to be taken in a bad way, but um, some people just by nature have a hard time overcoming the indoctrination. 
Some people may have an emotional tie to a certain belief or whatever, but there's so many variables out there and so many different types of people. It's kind of hard to narrow down why some people don't get it. Okay, so let me correct. When someone, and Mike's going to correct me on this one, when when you get something in the mail and say it's court, property tax, whatever it is, debt collector, and if you give that paperwork life, There's there you wind up you wind up going into their court. Well it comes down to what you mean by supply of life. If you actually answer because these niggers are sucking every single inch of well, Life. they're not usually asking you any questions, I wouldn't think. Usually something about property taxes, if you're getting something in the mail, they're probably not asking questions. No, they're giving you a bill. Well, they're they're definitely not giving you a bill, but they may be sending you um, some kind of a demand for payment, but it's not actually a bill. It might be a statement of account or um like i've seen all kinds of ridiculous shit like i think if i remember correctly i read something from canada revenue agency one day and it said we have made an assessment based on an estimate blah 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 i almost pissed my pants laughing like that's what they're calling that's what they're calling a debt we made an estimation based on or we made an assessment based on an estimation how's somebody going to verify that now we just took a wild guess made up based on made up numbers we just took a bunch of fake numbers from somewhere and we predict that this may be what the outcome could possibly be so just give us this much money really Well, I end up asking the uh, the township. You didn't ask the township anything. <laughs> well, I know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go on mute and see if I can't find this. <laughs> I don't It was a joke. I'll mute. You know what the other interesting thing is, Mike? What's that? So, well, if you get a summons and uh, they they invite you to their their occasion, on your way there, on your way up, you got to go through these uh, armed guards 
you got to be you take your belt off, take take everything out of your pockets. You know, it's almost like going through um, airport security or something. You know, I mean, why, why do you have to be uh, subject to all that too? I'll tell you exactly why. Because they're presuming that you are a defendant or a plaintiff or a witness or an officer or something that has to do with legal persons. And part two of this is that nobody knows that they're a man or woman and nobody knows that they have the right to enter a public building without being patted down or having a magnet run across you or x-ray or whatever. And nobody thinks that they can preemptively send out letters and ask a few questions of the proper men and women and find out that, in fact, you don't have to put up with that nonsense. And if you actually watch at the courthouse, you're likely going to see the lawyers using a door right beside the normal people door and they just get to walk through without the metal detector. Briefcase, huge, pulling a trailer with a file folder attached to it, just running right right past the metal detector. Well, guys like me and you are getting their balls touched and their pockets slapped with a magnet, metal detector, whatever. The lawyers can run through as they please. The judges, they don't go through the metal detectors. Yeah, I noticed that. You're you're, you're correct. I don't know. It seems to be a yeah because we're just citizens or litigants or what are you you coming to the family courthouse for? Oh, you you must be like a plaintiff or a petitioner or whatever, some lowly, some citizen type, maybe a resident. Hashtag touch his balls. First, you have to find out if he's got any. Well. When they first sent out um, the violations or whatever, I just I wrote my a letter back saying uh, I, I'm not an owner, I'm not a resident, I'm not a respondent, I'm not a defendant. If I cause any man or woman harm, oh, injury, but you're or loss, a nigger. You are a nigger. Willing to settle any verification. Nigger, 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 nigger. You know, sign, sign the, the letter, and I didn't get a response, so I sent another one. Then they had a, um, a hearing that I was supposed to attend, which I didn't. And then um, I actually got a, a, a call. There was a, a voicemail on my, uh, or there was a, a message on my answering machine on my, my house phone from uh, a city attorney. Missed a hearing, you know, and uh, they would like to get all, you know, in touch with me. That was really unusual. They, they never call your home. Everything is usually. Uh, and then about, um, they sent me a summons. You know, they changed it from uh, an administrative um, 
uh, court to uh, to the circuit court. So that's when I attended. And um, all the people are there with the same issues. You know, property, property violations. And uh, the city, uh, the attorney, like someone, and uh, the inspector are at shit. a table. Um, There's across the bar. That's even I... before the judge comes out. And they're just calling names and property addresses and bringing you up I to bet, the table. I bet, I bet it was Cheyenne. What um, they did, they, they asked me um, if I was the owner of that property. When I went up there, they called my name, and I, I said, well, I don't know. I said, uh, you, t- you tell me who the owner is. I said, I don't know who the owner is. Maybe the bank's the owner. And they also had a, a representative from the bank also there. I so, think at that point, I probably would have said, well, you are obviously not the owner, correct? And they're going to say, no, I'm not the owner. Then you can say, okay, how about you tell me what interest you have vested in this property and you provide me with evidence that you, in fact, have a legal or lawful right or authority to be administrating somebody else's property without their consent. Well, what I did is... Because really, it doesn't matter if it's your property or not. To me, the main point is it's not their property, so they need to back off. I did ask the the city attorney, I said,
would also like to thank our wonderful friend, the Kings of Talk, who is recording tonight's program. Hi, Kings. I know what he's thinking. How, oh, how did Todd figure that one out? It's simple, people. I'm God. I really am. I'm also guest three in the chat room. Yes, feel free to say hello. Yes. I'm God. Seriously. I am. But yeah, if you make a contract or if you make a plea agreement with a prosecutor, it's definitely a contract. That's better. I can hear you clearly. So the thing, the okay, the problem is, is like okay, if you have somebody that made a contract with some you know ridiculous contract to go to jail you know, and to be a citizen. Um, and then how how do you teach them to redact their their contract? How would you how would you that that's like our te- like you're a teacher. You're like a, you're a good teacher. How do we redact how do we teach how do we teach somebody that has no idea, never like read a dictionary or anything like that? How to redact something because they're gonna okay like it's it's so simple but then it's like if, if you hold on I can answer it. Um, I think by the time you're in jail, you already have a really tough battle ahead of you 
especially if you don't know anything and you're relying on somebody on the outside to get you out, it's pretty close to impossible. It can be done, but it's pretty hard. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. What I, that's 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 my battle. So, um, I, it's like Moses. Moses is like, what do you do? And he takes him across the, the you know dry land, across the river, and does all these miracles, and then goes on the mountain, comes down four days later, and like they're worshiping some golden god. And, and like I, I get pictures like you being you 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 being Moses. And you're like, you're just lost. what the hell? I just told you, told you the truth. Why didn't you believe me? It's like Moses is like, get so mad. God said, speak to the rock and water come out. And Moses got so mad, he just struck the rock and God banned him because of his anger. But I'm like, you're dealing with people. It's like you get so mad with people when you're trying to help them. I that That's like the greatest struggle in my belief would be like, trying to teach somebody something they don't know. But because I, I just wanted to get your opinion on it, that that's all. Well, especially when it's common law, the whole idea is a man is governing himself and a man is administrating his own property. So... If you're in jail and you don't know what's going on, you're pretty much an inmate. So you're not really a man if you have to have another man helping you on top of that. Part of being a man man is standing on your own two feet and sticking up for yourself, standing on your rights, your beliefs, kind of doing your own thing, self-governing. It's kind of hard to be a piece of property and say you're a man. That's the other, that's the other situation. It's like, how, how much can an outside person help somebody? Um, not even if they're your property, like you're a child, right? How much can you help them by claiming them as property if they, they're like, mm-hmm. I'm not their property. But your child is easy because you can just say, that's my kid, he's not of age, and you better back off whatever, intercoursing with a minor. I'm going to sue the shit out of you for intercoursing with a minor if you don't leave my kid alone and release my kid to me immediately. It's my property. Up it. They went to jail at 18, but now they're 24. So So you see what I'm saying? So they're not a minor anymore. It's more, it's it's like. But for something like that, in my opinion, the one in jail has to know exactly what's going on and they have to know this stuff. As well as the one on the outside helping them has to know this stuff. That that's exactly what I was I was like, trying to get to because I had like in my head in my mind I was like I know it's true but then I was like playing chess with the you know, opposing I was like well if I say that like if that's my dog and I say that dog's my property you know, my dog bit somebody but then I'm liable too. 
here's another level to the problem. Um, like, say, I would consider myself to be pretty knowledgeable in the Carl Lentz style of common law. So say I went to jail and I knew something and then I got Carl on the phone and Carl was on the outside trying to help me. With knowing what I know, I wouldn't be calling myself property. I'd be I'd be taking some pointers from Carl, some of his opinions, and I would be getting out of jail on my own as a man with a little bit of Carl's assistance. I wouldn't be claiming myself as property if I knew this stuff. Once you know this stuff, you're not going to claim yourself as property. You're going to stand up as a man. Right, right, right. I agree. I I, I agree totally. Like if, Um, if this person in jail is over 18 and you're claiming them as property, they better be your wife or your kid or your grandkid or something. Uh, kid, actually. But to to claim an adult that's not a relation to you in any way is kind of weird, and they're going to be all over that. Yeah, that's what's weird. I know. But you can make a claim for anything. Hey, Mike. Yep. On uh, Angela's call, I don't know if you remember the guy, uh, Robert Fox, that she had on. Yeah, I don't know if I remember hearing the call that he was that he was on, but I I'm a little bit familiar with I think if you go to his um uh, the last uh, the time last he was on Angela, um he made a statement about he, he, well he, he's pretty much legalese in uh, statutes and codes and all that, but um. He's had a lot of success over his uh, lifetime. But he did mention one incident where a friend of his was in jail. And uh, I don't know if it was um, if it was like uh, something related to the IRS or whatever, but I think he said he called the, the Treasury Department. He got, got somebody at the Treasury, that, the head at the Treasury Department, and he said... I'm calling you regarding a man you have in jail. He said, now, I'm going to tell you something. He says, this is not a threat. I'm just going to give you information. He said, according to uh, Exodus 16.21, man-stealing, if you imprison a man, it's called man-stealing in the Bible. The penalty is death. He says, now, that's not a threat. I'm just passing on information, and I'm going to give you the man's name. And he said he left it at that, and he said it took him, took him about a couple weeks, and he said this guy was out of jail. let him out of jail. Now, I don't know if you can call the governor and try that or send a letter to the governor. Are you, are you talking to me? Well, yeah, I mean, 
kind of the situation you're in. I, I don't know. It's it's almost uh, a long shot. Well, no, I I know about talking to the governor and the actually the secretary of state is actually the person you're supposed to really talk to. That's what Robert uh, Fox said. He suggested. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I haven't done that yet because I want to know the end game. Okay, so just I, I was, quick, the um, the Secretary of State has nothing to do with pardons. The the governor or the chief magistrate of the state does have the authority to grant pardons. Right, right. So, so that's what my problem. My problem was my question was is like he went entered a contract, not a sentencing or or. A, a jury or a trial sentencing or anything like that. He entered a contract, so it's different. It's it's a contract. <laughs> so it's like I have to teach him how to be a man. This is like a hard like yeah, I don't know how to do I don't know how to like well, that's, one, and, that's one thing about the plea agreement is since it is a contract it is done upon consent. And there's an old maximal law that says something like, as a thing is done, so it is undone. So if you made the mistake, you have the power to correct that mistake. If you did it, you undo it. That's how it goes. That's the whole thing about consent, right? What was I thinking becoming a Boy Scout? I don't want to be a Boy Scout anymore. I'm out. You just quit. You got into the Boy Scouts, you're the one that can get out. They can't keep you being a Boy Scout for life. As soon as you say, I'm done, I'm done. Yeah, it's just like overcoming that that, that belief. That, like, that, that, it's like, like a freaking Antifa. It's so hard. To, I mean, it's not, not hard, but I'm saying it's like, <laughs> how, how do we... Set free all these people that are in jail. Un- you don't. They're in jail by themselves. They they put themselves there. It makes me mad just to think about it. But another thing they- you got to think about too is um, if you say you make a plea agreement, and then a little while later you decide, f them, I'm going to rescind my agreement. Mm-hmm. You're probably going back to jail. Yeah, you'll go. You go back to jail, uh, of course, because like there's a there's a bill or an indictment, a bill that you have to pay. Oh, no, no, it's it's not that you made an agreement so they would let you out. If you back out of the agreement, now they no longer let you out. That was your agreement. I'm going to sign this piece of paper and you're going to let me out and I'm going to do what I promised to do on the paper. When well, you no, saying, your they, signature, they agreement that they went to jail. They're in jail, not out of jail. Okay, but if he's going to rescind that agreement, they're going to say, okay, we're going to go to trial then. And he's going to get the maximum sentence. They're going to throw the book at him. Right, and that that's the place where he needs to know what we're talking about, which is kind of dangerous to the kids. See, a lot of people don't realize it, but there are plenty of stories out there. I don't know if any of them are verifiable or not, 
but I've heard plenty of stories where people were in court and the judge said, well, I'm going to sentence you to six months in jail. And they say, I can't do that, Your Honor. Why not? I got a family. I got a wife and kids to support. I got a job. I got people that depend on me. I got a business to run. The judge said, I, I sentenced you for like $2,000 and then like nine months community service. And he said, well, Your Honor, like I can't, I can't, I'm not even actually able to even do that. And the judge goes, well, what can you do? He's like, well, I can do like maybe a week community service. And like fifty bucks for, and then the judge goes, oh, "Okay." Another day, my friend Tony Kelly, he lives in Austin, Texas. He did that, and I know another lady actually did that. She, the judge goes, "Okay, we're going to sentence you to fifteen years in jail," and she goes, "Well, with all due respect, Your Honor, I don't consent to fifteen years in jail." And the judge gets mad, and he looks at the, the lawyers and like yells at them, and then the, 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 the judge goes, "Well, can you do ten years?" And she's like, with all due respect, Your Honor, I can't do 10 years either. And she looks at the lawyers, and the lawyers are just like, I don't know what to do. So then the judge goes, finally, the third time, well, can you do at least one year? And then she goes, with all due respect, I can't. I don't consent to it. And so the judge goes, well, I have no other choice. And dismisses the case and starts yelling at the freaking attorney and prosecutor. Yeah, I heard I heard stories like that too. Actually, my friend actually kind of did that. So, uh, can you hear me? So, anyways, yeah. So, I, yeah, like that. That's the that's like the thing in the back of my head is like you have to consent to go to jail. You have to like sign the the contract to go to jail. So. They have no power over putting anybody in jail. You have to put yourself in jail. My belief is they they can't they have to have your consent. It, otherwise, you don't go to jail. The case goes dismissed. They, they can't yeah. put you in jail. That sounds wonderful, but you're trying to help your son, whatever. So you have to get he has his belief has to be good. You got it, but what about him? That's the point. All these okay. stories is yeah. wonderful, but, 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 but one must believe. Pull up, pull up. Like, okay, they're asking another angle, a lawsuit. They're asking leverage. Okay, but that's my problem. There's yeah, no lawsuit. He signed himself in. How is there a lawsuit when he signed? If, okay, it doesn't matter. It, does, it okay. doesn't matter. Well, when if you sign that, let me know. Okay, this rock is mine. I uh-huh. claim this rock. And no other man comes and claims this rock, just like the, the U.S. debt. U.S. debt can be erased. Just with, with, with a press of a button, because no man from China saying that is going to come forth in open court and verify that a debt is even true, because it's not a debt. They can't. No reason that my We're talking about this. We're talking about this. Whoa, 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 whoa! I, you didn't let me finish. Well, Jeremy, you're missing the point. Is that he not only consented, he created that law. He put right, himself right, in there by choice. But get this, get this. What what is an indictment? Indictment at the top of an indictment it says bill. It's a debt. Pay the debt and you get out of jail. It's it's that simple. You know what I mean? It's still a contract. You can pay. You go to jail to pay a debt. 
But no. like, how, how, how can you pay a debt off with U.S. Treasury tokens? Like, and I oh, understand the contract. I get the contract. I, I understand that. Okay. But back to the original indictment, which the word indictment means bill. And actually, on top of the document that they gave indictment, us. Indictment does not mean bill. Yeah, okay. Wait, wait. I can send you a picture. On, it says indictment. On the top of the pa- paragraph of, of the indictment, it says bill. <laughs> okay, Jeremy, you've heard of a you've heard of a bill of indictment, right? That means they're different. A bill is one thing, and an indictment is another thing. A bill of indictment, just like a bill of sale, a bill of particulars, they're all different. A bill simply means a piece of paper with writing on it. No, a dollar bill, a, a dollar bill, a hand bill, like a poster, a hand bill. Okay, a bill bill is... It's a piece right, of paper bill... with writing on it. That's the point. Okay. A bill is a piece of paper with writing on it. A dollar okay. bill fits that description. When yeah, you well, write up when you lose your dog and you make a poster and you post it on a post, you're posting a bill. You you hey you do well for somebody, you give them a bill or invoice, right? So, yes. Yeah, you give them a piece of paper with writing on it. Correct. Okay. Okay. That that that's fine. But but I'm going deeper here. <laughs> they they give if you cause damage in the public, they give you an indictment, charge you. Oh wait, wait. What what's the word charge mean? Charge up a credit card. Okay. Okay. You owe a debt. What does the Bible no, say? No. Charge says? charge charge does not mean you owe a debt. If I charge my phone battery, nobody's being. No, I'm not claiming anybody owes a debt. Debt and charge are two different words. They mean two different things. Bill and indictment are two different words. They mean two different things. I don't know why you're trying to make one word mean the same as another. Can you unmute to me, Mike? Yep. So, Jeremy, you still here? Okay.
Linda, you still here? Yes, I am, McCullough. Oh, okay. I'm looking for Hey, I have a thought. I was reading something about the country of Spain. And um, within the context of what I was reading, they said uh, the article stated Spain was considered a sovereign state. So I looked up the word state, and it the definition... Um, it was defined in the context of uh, like a political state. And um, like the state of uh, a state being uh, part of a, a federation. Just like, um, well, the Civil War was about uh, federation and uh, confederation. But also, state, the definition indicated um, like independence or um, being able to stand free. And I was thinking, could at any point man be considered a state? What's your opinion on that? It cannot, but it's a state of your mind. <laughs> One might think so. Your mind is free. It's it's just another title for describing. Um, I would say. I would say not if I. I would say if I wish to call myself a state, I actually am. I would say that. Being a man, I would be at the head of my household, and that my castle, that I am the king of my castle, and that I would never actually say it this way, but technically, my property line is my own sovereign nation. My family or my citizens, I got my own little, my own little spot. Right, they talked about uh, like uh, the state being either a sovereign state, which is self-governing, and uh, uh, like a federated state, which is um, to be governed by whatever organization that oversees it. And that's what brought to mind, you know, could man, not a man, but man in general, be considered um, a state? In a way, yes, but not exactly. And the reason I say that, because before I even knew call about any of this, that's the words I use. And I was helping someone else. And it's like when you die, you have a executor of your estate. That means all the estate is sort of like your property, everything that belongs to you, including your body. So they, they that whoever's the executor of your estate will tell where your body should be buried, will tell where, how to just Disapprove all your property. Give this one so much. Give that one so. So those are the words I use. I said basically to the judge, um, I want to see proof that this district attorney, but I just said DA, um, is the executive of this estate. 
which I was I was the dual power attorney for a man, you know. So it says when you're the power attorney, I'm as if I am that man. I can go in his bank account, sign checks, do it all. Because um, it's like when you die, I'm completely over your estate, over your body. Okay? So that's what I said. And it worked. So I just simply told him, I want to say proof this DA because I had paperwork in written form and I gave a copy to the DA. He didn't want to take it. I gave it to the Bella. Bella gave it to the judge. So what the judge tried to be funny and see did I know what I know, asked me, because I also passed up the birth certificate, a live birth certificate, showed that this estate was a lie and that I was the executive of this estate. And so I passed that to the judge. And he said, is he dead? I said, oh, oh, you have a copy of his live birth here. And that's when the judge jumped up and left the room because he was administrating the estate. And he has no authority to do so. And that's the question I ask. I want to see proof that this DA could come at this court in this case and administrate this estate. That's basically what I'm saying. The judge is just a witness what's going on. And he's not going to be a witness to something that's false or wrong. If I have proof that I am, the DA certainly can't be one of us as a liar. So the judge is not going to witness that. He can't. So he jumped up and left. You have to. You know, there's so in something. a way, the state is sort of like your property. That's I would define it as a word sort of like that. But one is legal, and I would use property because that's more common to men and women. All right. You know, there's something more involved too with uh, that I that I've read when a, when a judge up and leaves the courtroom. Yeah, it was other stuff, but I didn't want to mention all that. I think I already have. Then when he come back the second time, he's not a administrating judge. He's something else. He sort of, let me see what they told me. Like, um, sort of like a priest. So whatever they're trying to say you did, I'll just ask for forgiveness. Then he has to get up and leave again. The third time he comes, um, almost, it's more like your man now, and he got to define that only jurisdiction they will have or they can do something to me if I damage um, or if I harm. So I said, I want to know what, whom, whom I harm or damage <laughs> or whom I kill. I haven't done those things. Then this case has to be dismissed because you have no fault in me. So it's sort of like that. That's what it explained to me. So that's what happened. So the actually just got up three times in a while. But I really didn't get the significance how it really works. I wish someone had told me, and I was just like a daredevil. Okay, I'm going to try it. I should do it work. And I did. And it worked well, but not to my benefit because I didn't know fully how to do it or use it to my advantage, if you will. If you're a man, it doesn't mean a thing. No, I'm if, I'm in, if, I'm in court, if I'm in court and a judge gets up and leaves the courtroom three times, 300 times, maybe he's got to go scratch his balls. Maybe he's going to look for my property. Maybe he's got to Google something. I don't care. Doesn't mean a thing to me. 
I don't care if they flash the light three times. I don't care if somebody else tune a casserole real loud. I don't care what they're doing. doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, yeah, what I know today, yes. But I'm saying at the time, that's all I knew. But what I know today, I would never go that route. I don't have to. That guy from uh, Australia, I think his name is Frank O'Collins. Have you ever heard of him? Nope. Well, anyways, he's... He gets in uh, in depth about uh, the judge leaving the, the courtroom, like you said, up to three different times. But that's regarding uh, legalese. You know, that's a totally different subject matter. So. Yeah, but knowing what I know today, I, as I said, I will never go that route. It's no, it's no need for it. It's, it's just playing. It's like a toy. It's like I'm done with that. I know better now. And I have, it's more powerful what I do. And I am, and they are not, and they are my So another thing to think about is when you go on YouTube and you hear this guy tell you when the judge leaves the court three times, first he's a judge, then he's a priest, then he's a Satan worshiper, then he's a, that's all bullshit. Nowhere is any of that written. It's just somebody's bullshit theory. Nobody's nobody's ever actually found that in writing anywhere. Nobody's actually been told that by a judge in open court. It's another reptoid theory. It could be. I'm just saying my testimony was basically what happened when I did it. Like I said, I didn't know significance. Someone had told me about it, and I tried it, and this is what happened. But I didn't know everything about it. But I, today, I really don't care about it. As you know, I'm saying I'm a woman, and how are you going to tell me what to do? It's sort of like you're the child and I'm the adult. So how, how are you going to tell me what to do? So it's that, it's that simple. As I so cool. When that happened, uh-huh. when, you're, when the judge ran out of the courtroom, did you, did you think you'd done something powerful? At the time, yes. I'd say, wow, this really did work. <laughs> I mean, I thought so. Yeah, and right. then I saw, and I was trying with the good thing. I mean, what happened was I was trying to, they had already turned him over to immigration. So that would be federal. And this, the state, when all that happened, they was like, we got to get him back in here. He got to, you know, because I'm, I'm acting as to do attorney. So, you know, they took him back from the federal and brought him back to the jail. And that never was heard of. They said, how do you do that? I don't know. I'm just saying, at the time, I knew bits and pieces. But they even through all that, that looked like a win, that looked like, oh, this is working, I still lost. Because it's their case. It's that simple. It's their way of life. It's their common law. I don't know it. I might know little bits and pieces, but they didn't know how much I know, so they didn't want to get in too much trouble, so maybe they try. I don't know. But what I know today, it definitely works. It's like it's a sure shot that it will do. It will it will be done. This I'm guessing maybe they're gonna listen, maybe it's gonna happen. No, I don't have to do that anymore. I know it will work. What I do today. So yeah, but at the time, yeah, I felt, Wow, look what's happening. 
So when I hear these come on the show and speak what they've done, their experience, I'm not saying it didn't happen. But what I know today is no, it's not necessary. There's no need for that. You know, so. And that way, it keeps you in court for quite some time. It can go for years. Because I've told you guys about this. I'm within the case now that the one lawyer took the monies and didn't do the job. And I kind of forgot about it. I didn't even, I didn't have enough money to fight that lawyer at the time. And I'm not going to say what the case is. Cause I don't know everybody's looking it up anyways until it's done. It's been going on for seven years, so just so you know. So anyways, one another lawyer called me, got in touch with me and some other of us, that this same lawyer stole money from people that didn't do their case. And they got in touch with me and told me about it, and I signed the papers for them to work for me. And they, unless they win, then I will owe them money. If they don't win, I owe money. <clears throat> So this case has been going on for seven years. So I'm just saying that to say this. Dealing with the Liga and trying to go that route, trying to, oh, they're fraud, they're going against their own rules, you'll be in court forever, forever, Bill, so to speak. Do you either stop or they stop? And they they can keep going. And when are you going to stop? Now, so what I do today, learn what I learned today, it's much simpler, and I get the job done. It's over. So that's better. That's the way I see it. So I just, yeah, so I'm saying this case has been going on so long. I mean, I'm supposed to be hearing something, supposedly this month. So I haven't heard nothing yet. So I have to call that lawyer and see what's going on. So if I win, see if I don't, okay. It was good to hear Gus back on the call, huh? You he, he hit the ground running. Oh, he was... yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think he's supposed to be going again soon. That's back on Wednesday night. As I try to do my best and do a call, I know Mike's been still up and running when he can, but it's good to hear from whom I've learned from. Gus was one of them. Of course, you guys know Carl, but Gus was one of them too, and Larry has helped me in the private side many times, as well as Gus and Carl, but here Gus again. That was wonderful. It's a treat. Yeah, I always have Mike I can call or hear him on the show, but here others, it's great. 
Aquila, you know if Carl done that seminar in uh, Jersey, I believe? No, I actually don't know. Um, I did not go. I was invited to go. Um, as I said, the man who told me about it, I think he was the one in charge. Devin, something like that, who actually called me, invited me. But I was working at the time, so I'm, nope, I'm not sure. Did it go on? It didn't go on? I don't know. And I haven't talked to him because I've been quite busy myself, so. Okay. But um, I forgot. You know, I know it was on the Tuesday. So, hmm. Mike said it was Monday. It was a Tuesday when I got the call. And if you can look it up, he has his web, his uh, email address he gave out, so. If you want to look that up, and you can get in touch with him. His name is Devin, I think, yeah. Um, Lenny, did you go to SMR line and look up the word state or e-state, either one? I looked up the word state. That was earlier, though, in the day. You looked it up on SMR line or the Webster Dictionary? Uh, yeah, etymology online. Oh, okay. That's what uh, brought it to mind. You know, if if man can be a state, you know, just just by the way the the definition of state was formulated, mm-hmm. I kind of was wondering about that, and I thought I'd ask if if it came to mind. You know, well, as I said, it's another title one to use. If it's a benefit, why not? I can say I'm Mickey Mouse. They pay me to put on the Mickey Mouse suit. And do that character? Is they pay me? Sure, it's a bit. I'm making out at that point. Yeah, so depends. But I always thought of it's more so as property. It's more seem more fitting to that word instead of a man or woman. It's more of a property to me. Are you working, Nicole? 
Yes, but I'm working um, up on my home. I'm not. I have jobs to do, but I took the time off to do finish up here. As you know, the winter is be setting in soon, so I wanted to get some things done where I moved to. So. Okay. So yeah, I'm working here. But I'll soon be working out. So we had a sort of a storm. It's really windy, raining, cool, and the tree fell down. So I'm going to have to cut that up and move it. So, so I'm not looking forward to that. Oh, so well. So are you working? Oh, uh, no, not today. Okay. How you doing, Janine? How's everything? Let's see. I went and seen Bax last night, which is outlawed in Australia. They actually had it at um, Birch Carroll and Coyle, and I thought, well, it can't be too outlawed if they're holding it at a a cinema location. Um, Apparently, at least 50 people didn't go um, because they were too frightened to be seen there just in case they lost their jobs because they had mortgages on their houses. Mm-hmm. Um, just found out that um, the Australian government is totally illegal, according to the um, according to the UK and the um, the UN. So I thought, well, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, I just turned around and I said, well. Get that. Get the UK and get the UN to just jump on the stand and put their little John Hancock on that Bible and say that it's it's uh, you know, we don't have a land called Australia or whatever shit that they're trying to pull. <laughs> yeah, that sounds sort of like the same debate they had about the Statue of Liberty. Where was yeah. it located? And it's actually located in New Jersey, not New York. And for years they've been saying it's in New York. <laughs> but they had to look at the records, look at the map, you did a whole lot in it's New Jersey. Most people didn't know that. So yeah. It's in New Jersey, is it? Well there you go. Yeah. I didn't even know that 'cause I 'cause we it always says New York. You know, yep. they always advertise <laughs> it as New I mean, yep. yeah. your liberty. <laughs> You know, if you think of New York, you think of, you know, the Empire State Building and Statue of Liberty. Uh, yep. So there you go. Yep. Well, they finally, it was a big debate about that. That was like, it was fighting going on. <laughs> and it's so bad now. Recently, my nephew was telling me that it was on the news that the police were chasing someone and they chased them all the way into New York. And even across the bridge they was coming, and you know when the police come in, you move out the way. But none of the New Yorkers would move because it was New Jersey. They said, forget them. <laughs> they didn't let the police pass through. 
And so oh, I think because of that, too, that was one other thing that happened. I'm like, wow. <laughs> That's New York for you. <laughs> Yeah, you guys can look it up for yourself, but that's what I'm told. The Statue of Liberty is located actually in New Jersey, not New York. So look it up for yourself. Make sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, it's good. It's good because, you know, like I never even, never even thought about looking it up to just make sure where it is. <sighs> but now I will. Yeah, most people don't, and I didn't. <laughs> But when they had that debate and all that, I'm like, oh, okay. Because even New York, even I think it was Bush at the time came and they did a big ceremony thing at the Statue of Liberty. And this was all New York supposedly. And they even changed one of the license plates. Because all the license plates, as far as I know, was yellow. It's in um, New York. And they changed it to a white plate. In the middle of it, they put the Statue of Liberty because they did a big contribution to that at one time. And now the company's not even in New York. So, wow. (laughs) So, hey. Hey, Quilla, that might be a, a good uh, trivia question. You get into a, a debate with somebody and say, uh, where's the Statue of Liberty located? And I'll tell you, New York, everybody assumes that. And yeah, you but they don't get on the and look it up. <laughs> Not even before if I you ask that question, I have to ask it quickly, like, okay, I need an answer right now. And if they don't say the answer, then I know you're probably looking it up. Like I do the original things, because they don't have time to set up. Yeah, I always believed it was in New York. Me too. I used to live there, so I know. So, yeah. That was a big problem in New York. The Statue of Liberty, the Twin Towers, Empire State Building, the Clark Tower, um, even the Circle Line Boat, there's a main, it's like a ferry, if you will, that it goes, goes to there. It's like it was all that's part of New York. And Before you divulge that information, saying that you knew uh, the Statue of Liberty was in Jersey, you could have gotten Mike on that trivia question and bet him $100. You could have got your $100 back. <laughs> no, but Mike is wise enough. He can look it up. <laughs> See, you, this is what you do. If somebody asks a question, Let's do this. And many times I have been asked the question, I keep talking. And I not talk around it, but I talk to it, and then I'm looking it up. And then I get my answer. Because <laughs> I want to make sure I'm correct. Not that, you know, if I don't really know, I just want to make sure. Or sometimes I'll just outright say, hey, I don't know. Okay, so, yeah, they have time to look that one up. <laughs> Um, Janine, have you looked it up yet? <clears throat> Aquila, no, sorry. It's I, I just I'm just trying to have a look at this. Um uh Aussie worker takes 
um, fallen five to the High Court. So I don't know what this is about. I just went, holy crap, what is this about? Hang on, hang on. Let's have a look. I don't know if you can hear it. Uh, I don't hear it, Janine. I don't know if you're playing it yet. Uh, I've got it on high thing. I've, I don't think I can get any. You might have to put your mic. Ouch! Yeah. Ouch. Nope. Can you hear it? Nope. Okay. It's not coming through. It's like a little bit, then it's like stop. Ah, uh, okay. No, it's too loud for me to even do it. So, no. Okay, hang on, hang on. I'll just put up in the room, eh? You can listen to it later. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, type it in the chat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll just give you the link. Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah. I'm just trying to find the other link where it says that um, Australia is actually, the government of Australia is actually now officially illegal. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. oh, maybe that's good because it's lawful. Now it's lawful. <laughs> so that might be good about the illegal part. <laughs> well, that's what it says. The Australian government is now officially illegal. Illegal. So, you know... I'll see if I can find it. That's why I'm going on the Facebook board. Okay. All right. That's, and I just found this other one. Um, hang on. I'll see if I... I'll just mute myself and see if I can find it. And uh, there's another, there's there's one here, US vaccine panel to discuss warning effectiveness of new shots. That's the vaccines. For the children or for the flu shot? Yeah, well, a lot of flu shots there. I, I actually looked up in the, the VARS, you know, V-A-E-R-S, vaccination something. You know, it's it's a place in America where you actually you can get on to write the 
you know, the adverse effects of flu of the um, vaccines and you actually have a vaccine injury court over in America. Uh, they don't have one here in Australia. Um, but, you know, I got onto the, uh, to the top solicitor's website that had done the most cases of, you know, vaccine injury. I can't remember now who, who it was. I just fluked getting on there. And um, most of the injuries for, you know, up until recently for the whole year has been the flu vaccine and a lot of it called the um a lot of flu vaccines actually cause the uh what they call Gillian Gillian Barr syndrome. Mm. No. Yeah, I know. It's horrific. Yeah. Well, I never got a flu shot in my life. And I don't plan on doing that now. <laughs> That'd be yeah. a bit too much. And yeah. Gillian Barr syndrome is where the body's immune system starts attacking the um the peripheral nervous system. So you just you just can't, you know, walk. Um and, you know, it's the same for the um for the Gardasil vaccine, you know, mm-hmm. I've seen lots of videos where, you know, a, a woman, you can see her, you know, walking and t- running and, you know, a gymnast, everything like that. And she got the, she got the Gardasil vaccine and she walks with a, um, you know, um, she needs a walking aid and every now and again, her, her, her legs will just give way underneath her. Mm. Yeah, yep. And there's this one woman where she can't walk. She looks nearly like a paraplegic when she's walking, but she could walk properly backward and she can run really good, but she just can't walk. So when she goes anywhere, she's got to run everywhere. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> It, it is very interesting. If I find it, I'll 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 put it up. But you know, it it just attacks obviously different parts of your nervous system, and you you know, and you you even start to question. Well, if she can walk, well, if she can run, you know, how come she's having trouble walking? And and yet you see her walk, and you go, oh my gosh, you know, she's really having trouble walking, and yet she can just run run normally. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing to watch. It probably attacks her mobile skills in her brain when she slowed down. It messed with that part, but the rest it didn't. You know, there used to be a country singer. His name was Mel Tillis. He had a, a, a stuttering problem. He, he when he was talking, he would stutter very badly, but when he sang. He wouldn't stutter. He never stuttered. Not not one word. Not one word. Not one verse. When he sang, only when he talked. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it is.
Well, when I sing, I sing, I talk. When I talk, I have a heavier voice. But when I sing, I don't. Why that is, I don't know. I have more of a soprano voice than alto. But when I talk, I have alto. (laughs) It's really weird, but it is what it is. I don't believe you. Let me hear you sing. Oh, no, I'm not singing. (laughs) Diane heard me sing. (laughs) Ask us, you know. Oh, Mike, Cheyenne is muted. I don't know if you know that. But, nah, she heard me sing. I, I'm very shy about that. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I don't know, Janine, you ever heard me sing? Yeah, actually, I had the video, right? Oh. If you want to hear me sing, um, I forgot about that. I said, is A. Dixon T. Or Cola Dixon T. On YouTube. I did a couple of videos. Now, one of them, I playing a CD that I actually was singing. So I'm not sure which one. So you have to look it up. I was, okay, uh, okay. I, was listening, I was listening to one of the formal one of your former calls, and uh, I think at one point in the call you were you were talking with Jeremy, and during the conversation you had mentioned something about uh, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. You remember telling him that? Oh, I did say that, but I think I said that to Donison because I oh. think his name is Jeremiah. Yeah. And I said I thought Jeremiah was a bullfrog. <laughs> I think I now, that, yeah. well, here, here's what I caught in that statement. Back in the 1970s, there was a, a, a band called Three Dog Night. And in one of their songs, this, the name of the song was Joy to the World. But one of the verses in the song was Jeremiah was a bullfrog. So... By you knowing that information, you're kind of dating yourself. Uh, well, not exactly uh, because, no, listen why. I love the older. Um, I like watch Turner Classic mu- uh, movies, and I do a lot of YouTube. I don't have a TV, you remember. And I listen to a lot of older songs, which I love. The songs from the 60s. Um, yeah, I love those songs better than the music, some of the music I like today. So you believe it, you wish. Okay, I, I figured I'd run that by <laughs> I caught that That's right fine. away. I, I said I wouldn't yeah. get the pull on that one. No, no, no. I talk about a lot of the old, like, when I watch Going With The Wind, I like the older version than the new one that they put today. Or the Titanic, rather. I, I watch the older version. I like that better. So, yeah. And I talk about the Three Stooges. Um, the Marx Brothers, they was way before my time, but I watched that. Um, yeah, so I know a lot about that. And Perry Basin, he's a good lawyer, so they say. Um, that was back in the day, but I watched, like, it's called Turner Classic um, Movies. I don't know if you guys know about that, but. Perry Mason was, uh, that was Raymond Burr. She said, mm-hmm. good lawyer. <laughs> That's what I said. At the time was what I said, but not today. But I'm saying he was 
unless they very articulate very well and then he was skilled for what he did. Not to say it was correct and it was just, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> but no, I really do and like John Wayne, those type of movies I still watch them to this day. Um I just like it to mean that people was more dignified, articulate very well. Um they knew a lot about the law. And since it was just one movie, I'm trying to find the name of it. I should have wrote it down at the time. It's it's an old old movie, that's why. And it was these students and what they did, they was have it in the classroom they had to do um they had to tell about the town and find out how the whole town was run. And and one student, he found out so much that they were doing and how they, what they did with the monies. And it was the mayor he was so angry at at the time. And all the people in the town, he got fired from his job. They was really on him. His girlfriend left him because he was so trying to find out what happened to this money. And what happened? I'm gonna just use your name, Janine, Cheyenne, and Mike. Just, just for this story. Like, say one time, Eugene was supposed to pay her tax. It was a hundred dollars. She only had seventy-five. So the mayor, he said, "Okay, we'll just wait. You give me the seventy-five, and over time, he let you pay the rest." So during that month or that year, the books reflect that all the monies wasn't there. And this is what the student was trying to figure out: well, where this money went. What happened to that money? And so then when the mayor finally had to tell the truth, but then they exposed everybody in the town, but then they understood what was going on. And it wasn't too bad, but this was a great movie about law from what we was learning, common law teachings. So when I do find that movie, I will put it in Skype in the chat room, and probably I'll talk about it on my show when I find it again. But it was a lovely, lovely movie about the law and how it really works. Because that's why I say, if you look at some of these older movies, it tell it gives you a broader sense of what is really going on today. Because the government was much smaller, the towns was much smaller, and everybody in town, even when you went to court, it was open court. Everybody went and how it worked. So a lot of that, because they was very well articulated in the law. Today, they not so much. So that's why I love watching the older stuff. I was watching uh, uh, public broadcasting uh, today. They, they had uh, this this one guy, he does uh, travel shows. His name is uh, Rick Steves. But he was doing a show on uh, Rome. So at one point during the show, uh, they talked about um, the ghetto, uh, the Jewish ghetto, and uh, how it led back into um, like the, the 1500s. And there was a there was a bridge that led a, a, across a, a body of water that 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 area of Rome, the Jews had to they had to go across that bridge. Um, when when uh, when when it, at the end of the day, pretty much, you know, when the sun was going down, they had to be across that bridge into the ghetto. That was considered like the the worst area 
property-wise. And in addition to that, they had a lot of flooding because when the river would uh, rise, it would flood uh, that ghetto area first. But it brought to mind uh, that movie, uh, The Merchant of Venice, that uh, Taro hmm. mentioned. Did you ever watch that movie? No, I have not yet, but maybe one day when I get the time. This, when I like to watch a movie, I want to have the time that I set aside to do so. So, no, I have yeah. not watched it yet. But well, I read the book, and Frank, I don't know if you know about that. Okay. And I saw sort of the movie, but it was a good story as well. Right. And but anyways, that movie, uh, it, it had a lot of reference to uh, common law. You know, but you have to watch okay. the movie. Okay. And they speak their language when they, I think, came to, especially in New York and America, speak a lot of Yiddish. This is their language and mixed with a little English. <laughs> it's like Spain, which they speak a little English and Spanish, try to mix the words. It's really well, funny. Actually, the, the the Jewish woman that was given the tour with this Rick Steves, she was showing that, that part of uh, Rome, which still exists today, and is still active, and uh, the property there is supposed to be highly valued. And that community um, has been there since the 1500s. Actually, they showed uh, uh, a bakery that was uh, in the same family for 200 years. But, um, wow. Yeah, she said um, that's the oldest uh, Jewish community um, in existence today. It, it isn't uh, Jer- Jerusalem or any other community uh, in the Middle East. Hmm. She said, the, "Yeah, she said the well. She separated the, the different uh, formats of the, um, the religion of Judaism. I guess uh, yeah, the the Sephardic, the Ashkenazis, and and the Jews that are located in that Rome area." Mm-hmm. And she she indicated that uh, the other two had uh, settled in different uh, parts of the world, you know, and the the one collective of Jews that are in Rome, they've been there um, all that time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, they have a lot of interesting stories that I've read many. Um, yeah, and I um, learned a whole lot, I guess, about different cultures. So, yeah. And that was one. Did you read the story by Anne Frank? Uh, no, I haven't. Have you heard about it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I read a whole lot and more older material. And I had older parents, so that helps significantly. <laughs> Pass down all that uh, wisdom. Yep, and I hold fast to what I've learned. 
It helps me be the woman I am today. So it's all good. <laughs> and that's another thing happened within my household. Like I never heard my mom or dad curse, use a curse word, never. And so that wasn't in my home. So it's like today I don't even use those words. Even if I'm angry in an argument, nope, it's not going to happen. I don't slip up because it's not in my character. So I won't do it. So, and I'm happy because that was brought on, you know, by my parents. Certain words I don't use, and I don't discriminate anyone. Doesn't matter your race, creed, or color. I don't care what you did, what you didn't do. That's another thing. I just take you as what you are. Oh, who whom are you? That's it. If I choose to deal with you. I will. If I choose not to, I won't. And that's just. Is what it is. So. Yeah, that's the best outlook. There was a, All right, go ahead. No, I was going to say, back in my youth, I had two friends that never used uh, cuss words, and we we, we would always um, try and get them to cuss, and they wouldn't, you know. <laughs> and to this day, I, they haven't. You know, I guess you know, yeah. If that's your belief, you hold fast to it. I've cursed before. I mean, when I was younger or something like that, I've done it just to be cool with the rest of the kids, but I knew better. (laughs) Not to say I never did, but I have. I mean, I just don't do that now. I know better. And I'm a adult now. I don't have to do that, to use my words, to say what I wish. I have a brother-in-law that he he kind of puts puts his own twist on it, you know, so it's not a, a cuss word. Like he'll he'll call you an ice hole. Or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. I'll have or, people uh, do that. <laughs> or he says you dirty end of the mop, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's his custom. Yeah, I have. You know, like they say, I don't give a dime. My aunt would say that sometimes. <laughs> and it's really funny because, I mean, just, if you're going to say it, just say it. Be done with it. I don't care. But it's like I've learned when people start cursing, it's like they really angry. It's like when you're angry, when you're that angry, you lose it. You're not within yourself, acting of yourself, and you do some stupid stuff, and it's like really funny. And so when I see them that angry, depends what it is. Yeah, you know, when you put it in uh, perspective and you really think about it, it, you know, it's realistically it's words you know like for example every language has cuss words you know just like we we call cuss words in english you know but if if somebody cussed at you in another language that you didn't understand you wouldn't even know it was cuss you know so yeah. i mean it's kind of it's kind of interesting when you think about it well I'll, I'll put it on the twist as it's a word really don't exist. It's really not describing nothing. It's what you think it is and what you perceive it to be. You know, and, and you know, you, and I've listened to a philosopher. I think it's an Indian philosopher, what he said, and it sticks with me to this day. 
If someone called me a potato chip, I'm giving them that much power over me because now I can't eat. I'm thinking about it all day long. I'm at work still thinking about this. It's like I'm not going to give you that much power. When you call me a potato chip, if that's what you believe I am, that's your belief. I know I'm not. I don't care. You don't define me. And what you think about me, don't define me. At one point I did was that way. I had low self-esteem, if you will. Um, but now today, I don't care. You know, you whatever you believe about me, go for it. It's your opinion. You don't know. And I learned in time. I mean, I'm not, I'm still, you know, who I am. I, some stuff do upset me. Um, but I don't let it get to the point where it's going to affect my life too much. Because that's ridiculous. You know, if I've done something wrong, I mean, then I expect it to pay to any consequence that I must because I made that problem. If I didn't do it and I'm still being precious, that's fine too. You know, sometimes things happen for a reason. And sometimes the good come out of it all. At the time it seemed bad, time it seemed like not the best, but oh well. And it's a learning experience as well a good opportunity to learn about myself, how I'm going to deal with it, how I'm not going to deal with it, what's going to happen, you know. Then sometimes it makes me stronger or better me. And if I was wrong, I can fix it to get better. So it depends. So at this point, (laughs) I just keep it moving. That's why that's my words. And that could mean any shape or form. Keep it moving in my life. Keep it going on. Um, can mean many things. So that's what I use. Yep. Yep, that's the best outlook to have. Yeah, we all make mistakes. I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. And by no means, I'm not saying we make mistakes. We just, point is correct and move on. It's like we're a family. Things happen in that family. You try to forgive and move on after all. It's still your family. That's not I'm never going to change. Some family members I don't deal with, some I do, not by choice, but sometimes they're too far away and I don't really know them or I do know some and they too much trouble. It's best to keep it moving. <laughs> so it's okay. And everyone's not going to agree with me and see the things I see it the way I see it. I'm not going to agree with them and see it the way they see it. So, it's a life of agreement and disagreement. It's part of life. <laughs> so, that's all. It's good. But the most main thing I'll say, um, I want to be forgiven if I've done wrong. So, I always try to look at a situation and say, well, okay, I need to forgive and try to move on from that past that. Because I don't want that to <clears throat> me not forgiving that affect my life. That when I had the chance to do so, and before I leave this earth, I want to make sure I forgive all, and all hopefully all forgive me if I've done wrong. You know, so that's the way I look at things too. So all part of life and learning and growing up and getting wiser each day.
Well, I could also, I could truly report, I hate no man or woman upon this earth. I might hate some of the things they do, but just to say I could hate that man or woman, I don't. And I don't want to have any hate like that in my heart with anyone. Not good. Just not good for me. You still here, Lenny? Or? Yeah, I'm listening to the club. Oh. Just going to put up a photo. Mm. I don't know if it's going to come You trying to play something, Janine? What's that? No, I just put up a photo. I just put up a photo in in chat. A photo? A photo, yeah. When you click on the link, it'll go to a photo. Oh. Not my photo. It's got nothing to do with me. Maybe. Thank God. Let me see it. Maybe? Oh, I Oh, wow. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, they mentioned the alligator. Is that a crocodile uh-huh. or alligator? Crocodile. Crocodile. Wow, that might be me on the top, though. You didn't tell them about that. <laughs> you... <laughs> three three people long. The one uh-huh. on the top might be me. Mm. Nah, I wasn't nope. there. That's cool. Wow. And, oh, they hung this crocodile by the tree. Okay. That's how that's how we did. Okay. Wow. Is it dead? It probably is, but it was in fight. Yeah, no, it's 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 dead. It's dead. And there are bigger ones than that. A lot bigger. Wow, that's a big I don't know if it's a girl or boy. Wow. Huge. Okay. Um, Mike, I... Oh, you did it. Okay. Mike had came out, but he's back on now. All right. All right. Wow. 
killer rapist, Seen Price, Seen Price was jailed for life in 2016 for the rape and murder and will be eligible for parole in 2053. Uh, the death penalty may have thought him think twice because he committed the second offence because he knew he would be locked, locked up for good after he did the first offence. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. He, yeah. He, that was dumb. He could have got parole and they could have fought him. And now you oh, they'll, yeah, he'll, like yeah, but he'll get care. out. Yeah. Now it's like, forget about it. You're not getting out. <laughs> Throw away the keys. I don't know. Like, why you go back and do it again? Mm-hmm. So he he stabbed uh, he stabbed a schoolgirl back in March 2015 while she was on her evening walk and then then he went and raped a woman because he said he knew he would be going to jail forever yeah. like how that's going to justify come on <laughs> yeah yeah it's it really weird that the death penalty would have you know <laughs> put an end to that in a way, he could have just paid for it to say, I'm not going to see a woman all these years, so, hey. <laughs> but rape somebody? Nah, that's wrong. This is too bad. That's terrible. All right. Life goes on. So you still have the planes over at Janine sometime? The airplane or jet, whatever they are. Sorry, the 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 F eighteens. Yeah, they've been they've been doing flyovers for um uh past couple of weeks because we had the um we had the air show here. They have mm-hmm. it every year, so um you've got we've got F eighteens that'll actually fly over from the States and we'll have a big what they call the sky show. And then they'll be doing maneuvers and flyovers and everything for another week. Uh, like uh, they do it a week before and a week after. And then they go back to the States, I think. Yeah, so that's just finished now. That was earlier this month. Okay. Yeah, they're loud. They they are loud. Wow. I mean, I hear airplanes all the time because I'm not where I stand. It's not too far from the airport, and none like those jet ones. I've seen probably once or twice um, since I've been here in the Washington State area. I saw one. It flew. I mean, it's like it was so fast. I can't describe how fast it was going. Like I saw, if you blink, you're going to miss it. <laughs> It's real fast. 
Hello? Oh, oh, and it seemed, yeah, I was just, um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, there was these three lights coming at me at, through the mist a couple of weeks ago, and it, they seemed to take forever to get to get close. And I thought, well, it can't be a plane because a plane goes faster than that. But it was the big globe trotter, the huge, <laughs> huge Air Force one, where they stick about, you know, two or three tanks in it and all that. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a garrison city, so we've got you know, we've got the army, we've got the navy and the air force. Oh, all three, okay. We got all three. Yeah, it's the second base. Um the top base is uh the top base for the first invasion is Darwin, but Townsville is the main base, I think, because it's the biggest base. And it's on a um, that, that the the guys there's there's a whole group of army men and they are not allowed to drink. They've got to stay sober because they are ready to go. They are ready to be deployed in 24 hours, and that's all they'll be given is 24 hours notice to get their shit together and go. Wow, well that's a good yeah. policy. You stay in readiness, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Money Mike is on the call. What's going on? I can't. Uh, I can't talk right now. I'm dead. <laughs> when I ain't trying to speak to the dead, we already went over <laughs> that one. Not in this life. Well, I'm living. I'm not I, trying I, to speak to the dead. I, I shall rise tomorrow. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm not muted. It's kind of noisy on my end, though. Okay. Hey, Sam, what's going on? How you doing? Cheyenne? Like you want to call? Let me see. Static. Oh no. Yeah, it's really bad. I don't know, shoot like somebody outside or something. Yeah, I muted out to make sure it wasn't me. It's still going on. Yeah, I'm I'm muted. So. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not sure who it is. <laughs> 
play some money outside or something. <clears throat> you still here, Lenny? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Okay, I went to a restaurant, you know, like one of those uh, family-style restaurants where... Diner? Yeah, kind of like they start you out with the salad and the soup and stuff, so so the waitress brought the salad. And the salad was a little wedge of uh, that iceberg lettuce shredded up, and it was two little tiny bits of tomato, and that was it. So she <laughs> set it down. Yeah, she set it down, and she walked away, and I said, uh... Excuse me. And she said, yeah. I said, well, I ordered, I thought a salad came with this meal. I said, usually, I said, I expected like some mixed vegetables and a little more than this. I said, this is pretty much, uh, you know, lettuce, mostly lettuce. I said, I think you gave me the honeymoon salad. <laughs> she said, what? She said, what's a honeymoon salad? I said, let us alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's Never the only mind. joke. That's I'm the only joke you get. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> All righty. Um, I was at the uh, Indian Red... How was that? The hello. Is that your your uh, your shrimp joke, Mike? Oh yeah, no, yeah. I was <laughs> I was at the yeah. I guess everybody heard that already. All right. <laughs> you can say that some people did. I was at the I was at the Indian restaurant the other day, and I ordered the shrimp sorry and uh, Indian dish that they have, and uh, and I and I ordered it and I got it and uh, and I told her. I goes, hey, where's the shrimp? And uh, she looks at me and goes, no shrimp, sorry. <laughs> sorry, no shrimp. Sorry. The shrimp, no shrimp, sorry. Yeah, it's the same like they say, jumbo shrimp. How could a shrimp be jumbo? It's a shrimp. Hello? I have a question. How can you, okay, take a, you know, like the little sandwich bag? Yeah. Okay, and make a fire with that. And make water. A, fu- a fire? Yeah. With a sandwich bag, put some water in it, and you can make a fire with that. Just think first before you answer. Let's say it's a warm summer hot day and it's really hot outside and you put some water in the bag and you can make a fire with that. It's a magnifying glass. Oh, yep. (laughs) Yep. 
<laughs> really? How would that work? Because the water reflects, right? And then it's going to, it's like a magnifying glass. You take a magnifying glass, let the sun shine through it, make sure you get that beam, and hold it on some dry leaves. It's going to heat up. Yeah, okay. So it's the same principle. <laughs> the con, the convex shape of the bag is similar to the convex shape of the magnifying glass. So it takes the rays of the sun and concentrates it into a smaller point. And it serves a uh, dual purpose. You can also put the fire out with the water in the bag. Yep. <laughs> or boil that water for your soup. <laughs> wow. You guys are thinking this evening. I'm like, how could the water make the fire and the plastic bag? How that's going to happen? But if you think about Janine, you still here? Yeah, yeah, now I just... (laughs) I'm looking at the post with the snake. I'm like, what? I'm going to run out of this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's like you say, yeah, people get, hey, I got a spider in my bathroom, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. A snake. Snake coming down down from the light, yep, (laughs) in the bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> I'll run up out of here. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't like snakes like that. I mean, even though for Burmese python, I picked it up before, but I wasn't comfortable. But I did it because the owner of the snake, they would have, you know, <laughs> keep chasing me with it. So I said, oh, I'm, oh, that's a nice snake. Wow. How much you weigh all this stuff? <laughs> But I was so scared. Y'all gonna have to help me pray. Quilla, Quilla on here lying, y'all. She ain't ever been skinny. 
Did anybody cook today? No, I didn't cook. I ate. <laughs> today. You know it's 1244, so did you just eat something? It's the next day, you know. The name got us all beat on the next day. But... Yeah. She might have did. Because it's just 12.44 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Here. Here it's 11.44. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're in... Chicago, okay, it's a different time. You on the Western time or Pacific time? Central Standard. Central, okay. He's on nigger time. I think, uh, Saturday at midnight, we turned the clocks back. Oh, I guess they will be doing that soon here in the state. But in my car, I don't do it. I'll just leave it as is. Uh, Janine, you guys turn the clock back as well? Oh, what? Oh, uh, the time, the time. Here in the States, during the winter time, they turn it back an hour. In the summer, they turn it forward in an hour. Oh, okay. You're talking about, like, daylight saving. No, in Queensland, we don't have daylight saving. Down um, down uh, New South Wales, they do. 
So we'll be all we'll be on different time zones. So we'll be um, an hour behind them. But you guys don't change at all all year. No, we don't change at all all year because okay. we, yeah, not in Queensland. We just get too much sunshine here. You know. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've just put up a um, video. It's just a video, and it's um, three three police actually bashing up a woman and a bloke. And um, you know the police lied in court. Said um, the women, the one of the women were the woman was actually going for a gun. Their gun uh, video evidence proves that she wasn't. And you can the, the police are just I'm talking. They're bashing them. Wow. Yeah. So That's why I, I must be careful when I get stuck. So certain things I just don't do. And I talk a certain, you know, how I talk on the show. I just try to be friendly with everybody, friendly and yeah. polite. And because mm-hmm. I don't want to cause a situation, even if I'm correct and they're wrong, why, why cause that situation? And, and that, that my last stop, I told you guys about the, the that police officer. He was very, very hostile. He was just being rude to me and yelling. And, talking rough and I just stay polite and at the end of it all it turned out good. I have the video at the end of it so it was okay. Mm. And he okay. said follow the law. But yeah, sometimes they are very hostile. I don't know why. Well you'll have a look you'll have a look. It's the two women, um, police women that are actually kicking in actually kicking into the female on the ground. Well, if she had a gun, let's say you got the gun, why are you kicking her? That don't make sense. No, well, but she and never then again, even, it does she, make sense. She, she never even, yeah, no, she never even reached for the gun because, you know, what they didn't realize is someone was actually videotaping them. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. no, I was going back, I think it was when Carl was, if you guys look at that, when Carl was in uh, Tennessee, um, and he was talking about his friend Luke, I think it was. But Who's, who's this? Carl, Carl Lynch. If you go oh, back okay, when he yeah. was in Tennessee, he was talking, I forgot which episode, I don't remember, but he was talking about okay. his friend Luke. Um, so when he got in jail, Carl wrote some paperwork for him and you know, and he went, and they begged him to come out. You know, they sent to him to a certain time, and he won't come out because they he getting whatever he want to eat. They watching him because if anything happened to him, they totally liable. So they gotta watch him like a hawk, <laughs> and they want to get rid of that hot potato. <laughs> so, but to get back to this woman being beat and could she identify herself, I guess. I don't know if it would be true. Maybe gave her license or identify herself to be a citizen. And that's what's called talking about a citizen. The police said they can do whatever they wish to an inmate, a citizen. And that's what they do. But to a man or woman, they can't. Well, it's, 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 um, yeah. It's, she, it's horrible, this woman's but... got, this this woman's actually got her hands tied behind the back, so 
So there's no way. Yeah, and she's lying on the on her back on the ground. There's just and she's got a hand tied behind the back. There's just no way that she could have gone for their for the, any of their guns. So it's two men, two policemen on the male and two two women police women on the on the female. Wow, yeah. wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I yeah, had that's, a situation that's... recently. I could have reached for the police car, and it was, they were so stupid. Because I sometimes at the towing company, it's not too far from my office. Anyway, sometimes they'll say, "Well, can you help me release the car?" So this man and one, two men, they came to get their car, and I, I just heard them arguing outside. So I just came outside to see what was going on. And the guy, the owner of the towing company, said, oh, they're pulling you mind. Oh, I, didn't, I guess he didn't know I was here. So he said, would you mind watching the place? They, these guys, they call the police, and the police are on the way. I got to go, but I'll be back. I'm like, okay, I'll just wait for the police. So when the police did finally come, I just said hello to them. I said, okay, just go ahead and talk to him first. And after a while, you have to come talk to me. And I went in the side of the police shop. So when they done, they come. But the guy came back. So he was like, I can show you the pictures where the car was parked. It was in a reserve spot, whatever, and that's, they had reason to tow it. So and I'm saying, yeah, you guys. So they, where I was sitting, they had to come to the computer at the other desk. And they have their backs to me. I'm sitting down. Your gun is right. I could just grab it. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> I guess they didn't believe it. I mean, and this is how, uh, even though you said this lady had her hands behind her back, I mean, if you know much on a certain thing, you can grab that gun. It's true. But I don't know if this, but you said they were videotaping, so that wasn't the case. But I'm just saying. Even if she did try to grab a gun, she didn't get your gun, why are you still hitting her? Why are you still beating her? It's so wrong. Because, you know, it's nothing to justify that. You know, she's still... Well, the guy, the guy had the same thing. They, they'd already tied the guy up, and they you can actually see the, the cop kneeing him maybe about 15 times kneeing, yeah. and punching into him, punching, punched him about 10-odd times. Just, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Oh, they, well, they yeah. must have had a field day. Yeah, they've had a field day. Yeah, go back to that Tennessee tape or recording of call. That's what he said. They could do whatever they wish to an inmate, to a, you ain't got no rights. It's just like kicking the building, kicking the door. They don't care. And it's that, you know, and it's, I believe, like I said, I always say, if I am speak about me, I am so blessed and I feel privileged to be where I'm at today and the knowledge that I receive and got, yeah, it was, who knows what would happen to me, you know, in different situations. <laughs> but knowing what I know, yep, yeah, it's sometimes I believe so far I didn't get too bad with them, but it's how I act, I guess. Because they are hostile, trust me. If I was able to take all what was happening at first, you would see how hostile this police was to me. I just stayed calm because I was like, I have nothing to worry about. I didn't do anything wrong, so. And why upset a situation that don't need to be, so. 
Yes, you don't want to aggravate them any further because they're just waiting for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I felt he was just bluffing what we call, putting on the front, you know, like, you ain't supposed to do this, you know, you know. It's like, who are you? But, you know, I didn't say that. And and I remained calm and he asked for the license. And I said, oh, I left at home. You're supposed to have your license. I said, well, there's no law to say I must. But you spoke, you have this. He was just going off. I just stay calm. You know, he said, you have anything with your right name on it? I said, oh, yeah. So I gave him the social and Once he looked at it, he came back. And he calmed down about that time. But he said, you know, I can't let you drive. Now, I could have had an argument. We said, who are you to tell me you can't let me drive? I could have said so many things. I just simply just said, oh. I said, uh, where you look? He said, you look in Virginia. I said, oh, you look in Virginia. Okay. I said, you may wish to look in West Virginia. Oh, when I look in the DMV, I check. I said, oh, do as you wish. And I just quiet. Then he left. I guess he looked it up. <laughs> and that was it. And he didn't give me a ticket for anything. Couldn't. I knew he couldn't. But it's Okay. And he piped it down, and he was okay. So I invited him to the lunch. He said he may come. We'll see. And get, I think I, yeah, I got his card, so that's okay. And that's a lot of times something they put, said to me. I never took up martial arts, but I helped people who have, and they would tell me certain things. When you're angry and you're in a fight in a battle, you're not going to think straight. And so when it's an art to it, you know, when they're doing the march, that's why it's martial arts. You, you have to be precise what you do, accurate on your measurements. When you're fighting, if you're punching or kicking, you got to be accurate, close enough to do the damage you wish to do. And if you're not thinking, you're going to be off by a second, you're done. <laughs> so because the, the other, your opponent may know as much as you, they might not know certain moves you may make or what technique, but they know. So you have to be careful in thinking what you do. So that's what I tend to do when I'm stopped. Is I, when I, before I got stopped, when this all was happening, I used to carry the receipt when I first bought the license plate. And I said, if they stopped me, I could show the proof I bought them. And I was carrying it. I'm like, but when that happened, it just came to me. I don't have to show him anything. Are you kidding me? And I didn't. I just told him my name. And it worked out very well. So, a lot of times you never know what happens in these situations. But do be ready. Oh, Janine, how the dogs turn out? You got—I'm sure you probably got rid of them all now. But oh, the the puppies. Um, yeah. You know, I, I made a deal. So I made a deal. See, um, I said to I said to the woman who um had 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 switched her place. I said, look. Yeah, she could look after him. She's not going to look after him. She's going to leave the dog there. She's a 
she's a, a party girl. She goes out every night, you know, um, and, and that's fine. That, that's her choice. And I said, look, I said, all stuff, puppy. Yeah. So I said, and then I said, um, you know, you, I said, I just spoke to you. I said, look, they're yours. I can look after them for you. And actually, I will arrange so they can all go to really good homes for you. I will arrange to get people um, you know, Yeah. Mm. That was good. Well, oh, you should have sent me one. <laughs> only, only, only because she's not looking after you know, she, um, um, and that, and she agreed to that too. I uh, think I've to go to the time, you know, you know, so that was, that was uh, Janine, you, I don't know if you know, you're kind of breaking up a little bit. I'm missing a couple of words here and there. It could be my headset. Okay. You still here today? I don't hear you speaking, so I'm not sure what's going on. I think it's my headset, so it's better if I don't talk. Okay, okay. But look, the puppy went to a good home and everything worked out really well. Okay, that's good to hear.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.